The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. It's a weekend day and night doubleheader at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. On Saturday afternoon, it's the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity, followed by a great nighttime racing program at the track of Sunsets and Stars. For the night program, First Post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race on Saturday. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And on Sunday nights, Los Alamitos adds 10,000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. This is also closing weekend of the nighttime meet at Los Alamitos. We'll have mandatory payouts on Sunday night, plus the running of the Southern California Derby. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the racing action? It's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. After this weekend, nighttime racing will return on Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning.
Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday morning. And it's a beautiful Saturday here in Las Vegas, that's for sure. We come to you live and direct from the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino here on the Fabulous Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. And, of course, on South Point at YouTube. Go to South Point TV, hit YouTube, and subscribe. That's what we want you to do today so you can see the video and the audio. And, of course, we're here in Las Vegas locally at our AM radio station and FM radio stations, 104 uh, Sports Talk, uh, 1400 AM and uh, 107.1 FM. We've got so many, I can't. And, and of course, all of the um, the apps that we have, uh, the KSHP app, so you can get it on your uh, your phones, your Android, your, or your, uh, your iPhones. And, of course, uh, all of the uh, websites that we have streaming at Race Day, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. And a whole bunch of uh, podcasts, just all over the place, wherever, however, whenever, whenever, you're, you're, uh, we welcome you to the show on this Saturday. It's a beautiful Saturday here, too, in Las Vegas with the National Finals Rodeo. It's going to wrap up this uh, weekend. Boy, we've just had a lot of fun with the Cowboys here, that's for sure. And the big weekend as well. College football has already started. The, uh, the immense bevy of bowl games that will go through the college football championship. Three NFL games today and a whole lot of great horse racing going on as well. So we're going to sit back and, and uh, take a look at the racing Las Vegas style right now on the race day show. We welcome you. And we have a special guest in studio today. One of our handicappers, John Lendo. Good morning, my man. Good morning, Ralph. It's good to be out here. Yeah. Huh? How about that? Good digs here, huh? Oh, it's fantastic. Great studio. And you know, I'm a walking away from the race book and sports book. It's uh, a pretty easy go for me. And uh, what about all of the, uh, the, electricity generated by the cowboys being in town it's unbelievable around here just uh, i tried to get in the parking lot yesterday all those big trucks out there <laughs> running around and then uh you see all the stables down at the, at the south end oh. of, the, of the parking lot it, it is amazing what's going on out here. i will bet you the stable area that they put up the temporary stables that they put up in acres uh just south of uh, the South Point, is probably as big as the barn area at Santa Anita. I was kidding. We, we can send a van and we can use a few of those horses out yeah. in Southern California. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. That's for sure. And, of course, we have uh, Los Alamitos going today. And, of course, uh, the Woodbine, both Los Al and Woodbine will wrap up this weekend tomorrow. And then we'll kind of be on a lull going through uh, to the Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And then, of course, the big opening of Santa Anita the day after. But we got a lot of stuff to do today, that's for sure. Uh, John, uh, you gave us a winner yesterday at, uh, Los Alamitos. I know the horse got bet down, but the winner of the Bayacoa stakes, Midnight Memories with Juan Hernandez, just, uh, just coasted around there with no problem. Well, you know, she was in a little bit of, of a jackpot going in the far turn down on the inside and, uh, uh, the favorite Desert Don got the jump on her in the far turn, but Juan Hernandez being Juan Hernandez, eased yep. her back, went around. And with that long stretch, I think it really helped her. Oh, she yeah. got the money there and, uh, they bet her down, but uh, they got the win. Uh, let me see. Stakes race, Los Alamitos, the Bayacoa stakes, stakes race. Los... Oh, it must be Bob Baffert, the trainer. Uh, that's a, you know, I, I, that's an educated <laughs> guess. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Nice winner in the finale. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to get a singleton in the finale. If you got those, uh, pick fours and pick threes and late doubles working and, and the pick six as well, but nobody had the pick six yesterday at Los Alamitos in the, uh, fourth race yesterday at Los Al which uh, was the uh, second race in the uh, pick six sequence. The winner there, Habias, uh, paid $42.20. John, i got to tell you something. 
That was a uh, that was a star horse on Jerry J's power page. You're beating a one to nine shot in that one race. One to nine. Too. Yes. So it's not only what the win price was, but that probably buried ninety percent of the pick six tickets going into yesterday, right? Right off the bat. And not to mention, this horse look uh, winning that race looked like a one to nine shot. I mean, it, it was never in doubt. I mean, he had enough to get it done. And you know, Los Alamitos for the entire meet. It's been okay to be down on that inside. They keep carrying over there, and you get fanned a little bit wide like the favorite did yesterday in that race. They're, they're not getting up. So uh, it's a little different uh, track profile than what they've had in the past, but the guys out there, the, the, the riding it, cutting the corner, and they just keep going. And, boy, a uh, huge price in a small field. Yeah, no doubt about that. Jose Valdivia, nice to see him riding some winners. He, had, uh, he won the first two races, and the Valdivia double paid $26.40. The winner of the first race is uh, horse for course, I think. This horse won two out of two starts at Los Alamitos and got the job done yesterday to open up the card as the favorite. And uh, all in all, it was uh, not a bad day. But, boy, I'll tell you what, the early 50-cent pick five paid $4,690.30. So you can make money on those pick fives and pick fours, even with the inordinate amount of favorites that are winning. The long shots are strategically placed if you can get them to really cash in the pick fours and pick fives. Well, you have to remember the the pools at Los Alamitos are not quite as big as you see at Del Mar and San Anita. So when you can beat a favorite, the payoffs go way up. They, you knock out the real small tickets, and all of a sudden, and especially the other thing too, Ralph, with the pick fours, they're a dollar minimum. Yeah. So there's less coverage, and some of these other wages that have a bigger minimum bet, it helps those payoffs. Yeah, no question about that. And of course, as we say, nobody had six in the pick six yesterday. The fives paid one hundred forty nine dollars and forty cents. And you got to carry over today, John, over $21,000. Right. Usually what, what Los Alamitos tried to do this meet was to seed the Saturday pick six pools with $10,000 if nobody hit the pick six. Well, last Saturday there was a carryover, and yep. today there's a carryover, so they didn't have to do that. And that's fine with me. We're playing. It, it eliminates a lot of that takeout as you play the pick six today. And it's a traditional uh, pick six bet, right? Right. $2 minimum. Mm-hmm. 70% goes to tickets with six winners, 30% goes to tickets with five after the uh, after the takeout. And if nobody hits it today, tomorrow is closing day with a mandatory payout. And that's not the only place they got a carryover on tracks that we follow because Aqueduct, the big A in New York, also has a carryover in the pick. Six to fives yesterday pay $1,081. I'm going to give you the prices, John. You ready? Uh, to start out the pick six yesterday, Paid six dollars and thirty cents, then three dollars and seventy cents. No, that's no problem. Everybody's got the you know. Then it happened. The bomb, a hundred and twenty-nine dollar and fifty cent winner. And get ready for this. This was a V horse on Jerry J's power page. He was uh, texting me later. He said, "I hope you had it too, didn't you?" I said, uh, "I had it linked up, but not with the right horses. That's for sure." Anyhow, it was a V horse there. Then you got a 1280 winner. That was a reverse play. Jerry J., uh, his key horse ran second. One of the link-ups won. That was a 1280 winner. So he got the uh, dollar reverse exact of $17.10. Then you got to the seventh race, paid 980. The eighth race, 2680. I think the 2680 might have been the horse, if anybody was alive then, that put the nail in the pick six coffin, so to speak. And so you got uh, five out of six, a little bit over $1,000. And they got a pick six carryover at Aqueduct today as well. So we got uh, carryovers going on on bo- both uh, sides of the coast, east and west. And all I can say is, out of the racing that's going on around the country right now, I got to tell you, Florida's getting hit bad. 
It's been all week. They've had rain since early in the week. They were off the grass at Gulfstream yesterday. They were off the grass at Gulfstream uh, earlier in the week as well. They are already off the grass at Gulfstream Park, and we're waiting for updates as to whether you know what's going to happen today. Uh, one thing, Ralph, the, the feature race, the Jerkins, which is yeah. scheduled to be two miles on the grass, it's going to be a mile and five ace on the Tapita. They're cutting back the distance just like they did last year. All right, we got that there. And uh, all I can tell you is what the whatever the weather is like at Gulfstream, the players are really figuring it out. Uh, you had nine races out of the ten races. The total win prices for all of those horses calculated at $39.60. There was only one race that had a long shot. That horse alone paid $32. So you take him out of the equation, and the favorites for all of the rest of the races barely beat that. It was really a chalk day yesterday at Gulfstream. Yeah, besides the $32 winner, the next highest price on the entire card, the 10-race card at Gulfstream, was $5.40. I think the best race, the best racing yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, came at night in the Remington Park race, the Springboard Mile. What a doozy that was. Watching that race brought back the memories, this old man's memories, of the battles that Easy Goer and Sunday Silence had. And even Ali Darn affirmed, I know they're not those quality horses, but that Type of battle uh, prevailed yesterday in the springboard. Right, you had Glenn Gary uh, was drawn inside of Out of the Conqueror, and they both left the gate running. Glenn, Glenn Gary made the lead. Out of the Conqueror was lapped on him the entire way. They set a fast pace, and Out of the Conqueror tried to get by Glenn Gary two or three times, couldn't do it. Glenn Gary fought him every step of the way, and finally, the last, last 70 yards or so, he wore down uh, the, the uh, inside horse, Glenn Gary, for the win. Those were two tired horses when they hit the wire, but they really threw it down. It was really fun to watch. Uh, Tyler Gaffleone on the winner. Steve Asmussen was the uh, trainer, and, of course, he was the favorite, paid $4. Yeah, he got he was, he was the favorite, and it's good to see Gaffleone going out there to Remington. Yeah, what a, what a horse race that was. That was a lot of fun to watch, that's for sure. All right, well, we're going to get set up today on the show by reminding you that we have our handicappers. we got uh, Jonathan Ardoon, of course, John Lindo's right here. And, of course, uh, we'll have uh, Bob Mazursky checking in with us as well. And, of course, uh, your Woodbine pick, Ernie Perry, had a nice winner yesterday at $10.20. We'll try to get another winner out of him today. And, of course, Rich Ang. We'll tap Rich Ang on the shoulder and see if he can give us maybe a football pick or whatever. So we've got a lot to do. We're going to go to our first break. When we come back, we'll set up the day of racing for you with the racing menu. Don't go away. And remember, South Point Studio on YouTube. Get there. When you get there, hit the subscribe button, please. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. It's a weekend day and night doubleheader at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. On Saturday afternoon, it's the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity, followed by a great nighttime racing program at the track of Sunsets and Stars. For the night program, First Post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race on Saturday. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And on Sunday nights, Los Alamitos adds 10,000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. This is also closing weekend of the nighttime meet at Los Alamitos. We'll have mandatory payouts on Sunday night, plus the running of the Southern California Derby. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the racing action? It's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. After this weekend, nighttime racing will return on Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. All right, back on Race Day of Las Vegas. we got a lot to cover on this show. So, uh, by the way, uh, John, uh, the, uh, the stakes races yesterday at Remington that uh, led, led up to the springboard, uh, the, uh, you see it uh, was won by Nice Neighbor. The Jim Thorpe was won by Soul Sacrifice. The uh, Trapeze won by Miss Code West. Uh, the She's All In stakes won by Perfect Wish. And the Jeffrey Hawk Memorial was won by U.S. Army, name of the horse. 50-cent pick five, all those stakes races, uh, the last five in the series of six stakes races. The 50-cent pick five there paid $3, uh, $359.35. And I got to tell you, highest-priced winner in that sequence was $8.60. You had a $7 winner and then a two four eighty winners and a five sixty winner. So that was pretty good. That was a pretty good payoff for, for uh, those horses there. Let's go to the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times are Pacific. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, like we will be right behind us here at the uh, South Point Racebook, we're in the Pacific time zone. If you're not in the Pacific time zone with all of the streaming and all of the platforms that we have around the world, well, then uh, adjust to the Pacific time zone. Those are the first post times on the menu. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. And a real quick check of the weather. Going to be bad in Florida. Simply put, that's just the way it's going to be today there. They're already off the turf. So let's get started. We begin uh, with Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Aqueduct, remember, they've got that uh, carryover in their pick six at Aqueduct. And the uh, Aqueduct uh, pick six carryover. Uh, let's see. They didn't put it up here. How about that? There it is. Yes, pick six carryover. $32,472. $32,472. They've got 10 races today at Aqueduct. A couple of stakes races for the New York uh, State Sires uh, Stakes Series. $500,000 apiece for the New York Sires Stakes. The 5th Avenue Division for two-year-old Phillies will be the 8th race on the card. Seven furlongs. A field of 12 there. And uh, it's a wide-open event, too. The favorite, 7-2, to two, is My Shia D. Lady. 
uh, Javier Castellano aboard. Then you've got the uh, Great White Way division for two-year-olds at seven furlongs. That's the ninth race. Scratch the eight, Bo Hop, and the uh, 14, Taz Mega Bank did not get in. In that race, again, a wide-open race. Five-two favorite there is BD Saint with uh, Kendrick Carmouche. Ten races today at Aqueduct, traditional pick six. The carryover again, $32,472 at the Big A today. Then we go to Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park is 11 races. Their feature race, as we mentioned, the H. Allen Durkin Stakes. It was scheduled for two miles on the turf. They're off the turf today at Gulfstream, so it's rescheduled at a mile and five-eighths on the capita footing, the uh, synthetic footing, for three-year-olds and up. A field of ten before any scratches in that one. And the favorite of two-to-one is Value Engineering with Jose Ortiz aboard. And uh, Gulfstream Park uh, does not have a carryover. Yes, they do. Pick six jackpot carryover. Wow. Not carryover. What are you, crazy, Ralph? $164,044 in the uh, pick six jackpot carryover at Gulfstream. First post time is at 910. Tampa Bay Downs, uh, their first post time for nine races is 920. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, $5,220. first post at Tampa Bay. Laurel Park will kick in next. They have nine races at Laurel. This is in Maryland, so uh, the weather might be a little tricky there. But nevertheless, Laurel has a first post time of uh, 925 today, 925 at Laurel. Then we go to Woodbine, north of the border. Uh, Today is uh, the next to last day. Tomorrow we'll wrap up the long Woodbine season. Woodbine has 10 races today. No stakes race at Woodbine today. But they do have a super high five jackpot carryover. $130,837. $130,837. And remember, if it's not hit today, it's a mandatory tomorrow. $130,837 is the carryover in their Super High Five jackpot. Same goes for the Pick 6 jackpot. That carryover $6,943. And it'll be mandatory tomorrow if it isn't hit today. Woodbine has a first post time for their 10 races at 10.05. Then we go to Oaklawn Park, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oakland's feature race today is the $200,000 Tinsel Stakes at a mile and one eight for three-year-olds and up a field of seven before scratches. And the five to two favorite is Strong Quality with the Florent Garot. First post time at Oakland is at 1030. Uh, next up comes uh, Fairgrounds in New Orleans. Ten races at the Fairgrounds. Their first post time at uh, Fairgrounds is at uh, 1045, 1045 at the Fairgrounds. Remington Park after a big night last night. They're back in business today with 12 races. Remington's first post time is at 12.30, 12.30 at Remington. And then, of course, Los Alamitos Thoroughbred. Uh, next to the final day there at Los Al today, the feature race is the Los Alamitos Futurity. It's the ninth and final, a grade two for 200000 and a mile and 16th for two-year-olds. Uh, six go to the post in that, and, of course, Bob Baffer's got it surrounded again. Two-to-one favorite there is Coach Prime with Flavian Pratt coming over to ride at Los Al. Now they have a carryover in their pick six there, traditional pick six carryover. That carryover from yesterday, $21,968. Los Al's first post time today is at 12.30. Then we go to Turfway Park. Uh, Turfway Park has nine races. Their feature race is the $125,000 Prairie Bayou Stakes at a mile and 16th for three-year-olds and up. And it's a full field there. Two-to-one favorite is Wolfie's Dynaghost uh, at uh, Turfway Park. Pick six jackpot carryover, 13003 uh, $13,666 there. Delta Downs is next. Nine races, first post time, 305. Charlestown has a uh, carryover today, and it's a mandatory carryover at Charlestown races today. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $2,095. Nine races, first post time, 4 p.m. 
And then we go back to Los Alamitos tonight for a second go-around. Their second uh, program for today starts at 6 o'clock. Nine races, one thoroughbred, one mixed, and seven quarter-horse races make up the nine-race card at Los Al this evening. And that first post time is 6 o'clock, so there's plenty to do out there in Orange County. We now go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, my man. Um, i got to tell you that... Uh, Florida is going to get banged hard, and I understand that you say uh, you're going to uh, also uh, get uh, hit hard maybe tomorrow? They said tomorrow, whatever's down in Florida will be coming up to New York overnight and into tomorrow. So, And uh, tomorrow's closing day at Aqueduct for the next 10 days. They won't be racing. They return on the 28th of December and run the last three or four days of the year, and that's it. Well, yeah, that'll take care of this year, and then, of course, we started all over again in 2024. Did you take a look at that springboard last night? Yeah, I did. We gave out the horse on the radio, actually, that ran second. I and, know. Uh, he, ran his, he ran his eyeballs out, Ralph. I mean, it was his first time around two turns. He ran really well. He got beat on the square, take nothing away from the winner. He was outside him every every step of the way. He tried to get past him a few times and finally got to him late in the game. Yeah, there's no question about that, that's for sure. But what a hell of a race it was. It reminds you of the days with uh, the good duels between, uh, you know, like Ali Darn the Firm and Sunday Silence. Yeah, Easy Goer and uh, Sunday Silence, all of them. It was, it was one of the classics. And that horse uh, got 10 points for the Kentucky Derby uh, leaderboard for next year, so he's got a little bit of a head start. And you know Steve Asmussen will place him well. Uh, Asmussen said after the race, that he was going to take the horse back uh, to Oaklawn and look for something there for the horse. So we'll wait and see about that. Uh, today's racing, uh, John, Jonathan, uh, what are we doing today for a couple of picks? Okay, let's go to Aqueduct and look at race number nine. 500000 Ralph, uh, New York uh, Stallion yeah. Series. That's a lot of money for some horses that really aren't very good. Um, however, they're New York breads, uh, and uh, they get the opportunity for to run for a lot of money. I like the number one horse in here, Antonio of Venice. Uh, this is a two-year-old colt from the Rudy Rodriguez barn. He's improved with every start with the exception of the race two starts back when the race was rained off the turf and uh, he wanted no part of the sloppy track. All of his other four races, all good enough to get the job done here. Manny Franco climbs aboard six to one on the morning line. I like number one, Antonio of Venice, to win today's ninth race out at Aqueduct. Now, I got to ask Mr. John Lindo sitting here, who also owns horses. Uh, you know, we know all about the California breeding program, but that New York program is really throwing out a lot of money. Five, $500,000 for these two-year-old New York breads. A lot of these are maidens. I might have to get. I might have to do a little shopping in New York. This is a this is a pretty lucrative program, and there's a, a Philly and a Colt division today. Yes, that's correct. Uh, the other yeah, division. I said the same thing to someone earlier today. I said we have to have a horse for this next year. I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Most of these horses are either homebreds or, or really relatively cheap compared to other horses, and they're running for just a crazy amount of money. Jonathan, also, we got to remind uh, uh, John here that if he's looking for a horse, maybe your son can help him out. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> I, I know who to call. All right. Anyhow, uh, that, uh, by the way, that is the great white way division for the two-year-olds at seven furlongs. And as John said, they're going to put up another 500000 for the Fifth Avenue division, which is the race before, before that for the two-year-old fillies there. And uh, they both look wide open. 
they are wide open and they're full fields. Well, I mean, you know, if they're not going to fill the fields when you're running for 500,000, then you're in big trouble. <laughs> you and, are. Uh, All right, real quick, uh, <laughs> another pick, and then we'll let you go. Yeah, let's go to Oakland and look at race number six. And the number six horse in here, Excellent Men. Uh, this is a three-year-old gelding for the David Jacobson barn. He started two horses already at Oakland, and he's won with both of them. They both came uh, via New York, and before New York, they were in California. Once again, Jacobson raided California. He's got about 30 horses in New York and now yeah. in Oakland that have all run at Del Mar or Santa Anita, you know, over the last year or so, and he did it again. I don't know. He keeps getting away with it. And uh, anyway, he sends out the number six horse in here, excellent men, three-year-old gelding, Ramon Vasquez aboard to ride. He's listed at six to one on the morning line. I like number six, excellent men to upset and win today's seventh race out at Oakland. All right, Jonathan, you got it. In the uh, seventh race, number six, excellent men. We hope he's an excellent winner for us, that's for sure. You have four sheets available today, right? Uh, Oak Lawn, you've got uh, uh, Los Alamitos, you got Aqueduct, and you got Gulfstream as well, right? Correct. At the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Thanks a lot, my man, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Stay safe and be well. All right, you got it. Now, John, we're going to go to one of your compatriots down there in Southern California, Bob Mazursky. Bob, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you today? Ah, I'm doing fine, and I know that you guys are getting ready to wrap up that meet, but you got some great racing coming up, not only today, good competitive races, but a dozen races tomorrow to close out the Los Alamitos meeting, so you'll have an early post time, right? Yeah, we start at 11.30 tomorrow, an hour earlier than usual, as you said, 12 races tomorrow. Good field size tomorrow, too. We're averaging over eight a race tomorrow, so hopefully the races will stay intact, and then it wraps up with the King Glorious stakes a two-year-old Calbred race going a mile. With that, that race is really wide open. A lot of horses trying something they haven't done before going uh, two turns, so that'll be interesting. Well, let's talk about the Los Alamitos Futurity, and I guess we can start with Mr. Bob Baffert, can we not? Yes, he's got three of the horses in there, including the horse I think is the one to beat, Coach Prime. That horse was very, very impressive, uh, breaking his maiden last time. Uh, has the right style for this race, that's for sure, because there's a lot of horses in here that have speed. I think he's going to be the one sitting back and making a run late, and he'll try to keep a streak going for Baffert in this race. If he wins it, it'll be eight out of ten years, and if he wins, he'll also sweep the three greatest stakes at this meet as he won the start of last week in Nothing Like You and then won the Bayako yesterday with uh, Midnight Memories, who emulated her mother, Tis Midnight, who won this the Bayakoa back in 2014, so like yeah. mother, like daughter yesterday. And that was noted by your track announcer, uh, Michael Rona. He does a great job uh, there at your doubt about it yes uh, that he does he go ahead no i was just going to say you're right he does a good job he picks up on a lot of things like that and uh, eddie Burgard, who was uh, the voice uh, he's a legend there in southern california at uh, for quarter horse racing at los alamitos he was mentioning that uh that uh rona's got a big day tomorrow with the uh, 12 races in the afternoon and more at night uh, you know i i hope he's his voice will hold out yeah, he was uh, talking about that yesterday. Yeah, that's 24 races in a day. That's a lot, but I'm sure Michael will get through it just fine. He's a, certainly a pro. Oh, he certainly is, that's for sure. Well, uh, uh, you already conceded the uh, the Los Alamitos Futurity again to uh, Mr. Baffert, and uh, Mr. Pratt's going to be out there to ride. This guy's, John, this guy's been busy. Wasn't Pratt at uh, Remington last night? He was at Remington last. Well, I don't know if he made the trip because the horse he was supposed to ride for Brad Cox was scratched. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, I don't yeah. know if he went back and came back or if it was, you know, if he made the trip. 
And by the way, Brad Cox of horses at Remington, the uh, track veterinarian, said when they went to check uh, the horses, they weren't there. So that's... You know, Maybe there were travel problems getting out to, uh, to Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. All right, uh, Bob, uh, we... we uh, Competitive card today, a nice pick six carryover. Do uh, you have any idea how many people were alive after that big long shot, that $42 horse? I, I just know that there was only one ticket alive in the last race to uh, the horse that ran second, Desert oh. Dawn. Everybody else was a carryover. So it would have been a single burger if Desert Dawn had been able to hold on. And she looked like the winner on the turn, that's for sure. She she got the jump on Midnight Memories. Yeah. But, <clears throat> excuse me, Midnight Memories was able to come and get her. Well, all I know is that you guys better put a search warrant out for the guy who had that <laughs> that horse in that race, that's for sure. Might be coming back to get the money that he thought he had yesterday. In any case, nice pick six carryover, a great uh, uh, Los Al futurity to wrap up uh, the uh, card, and uh, we need a pick from you, my man. I'm going to go to the eighth race, number two, Bossy Bruin Gal, just one at Del Mar. I think she can come right back. I like the style she has for this race. <clears throat> Excuse me again. And I think uh, if she re- repeats her maiden win, I think she'll score again. So number two, Bossy Brungal, race eight. She's listed at four to one on the morning line. All right, Bob. Thanks so much, my man. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow for the uh, big closing day card at Los Al. In the meantime, uh, let's get them going. That's for sure. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day. All right. When we come back, we're not done yet. We've got Rich Ang standing by. I'm going to get uh, a Los Al pick from Rich. That's for sure. Uh, But we're also going to ask him a little bit about what uh, might happen in the pigskin area today. That's also up for grabs. So we'll be right back. Ralph Sirocco here. John Wendo in studio with us. It's great to see John here in person at the South Point Studios. South Point Studios, YouTube, hit subscribe. We'll be right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Saturday show. A lot going on here at the South Point. We keep rolling along. I have your Ernie Perry's Clocker Report pick for Woodbine today. Remember, a nice $10 and change winner he gave us yesterday. Tomorrow, they lower the curtain on the racing there at uh, at Woodbine. Long season there. 
One more day to go, and let's go and see if we can get uh, Clocker uh, Ernie Perry to give us uh, back-to-back winners. He comes with his only pick today in the sixth race at Woodbine. In the sixth race at Woodbine, it's a maiden claiming race for two-year-old fillies going six furlongs, a full field there. He likes number three, Arctic Blonde, 15 to 1 on the morning line. Oh, boy. Arctic Blonde uh, for Sari Ritchie worked on December 9th in 101 Breezing. He said this barn did well with two-year-old gray filly last year's first-timer and a winner, Anam Kara, and he thinks that maybe uh, this is the key and maybe this is the uh, time for this one as well. So in the sixth race today, he likes number three, Arctic Blonde, three Arctic Blonde in the sixth race. Boy, I hope we can get 15 to one and get him home a winner, that's for sure. Now let's go out to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Good morning, Jen. Morning, Richie. Well, uh, Rich, you know, uh, there's uh, the college football bowl season starts. We've got three NFL games today on a special Saturday NFL day, and we got plenty of great horse racing. So before we get to your selection at Los Al, I need some help in the NFL today, buddy. <laughs> well, we'll do college and pro, Ralph. You know, one angle that people should pay attention to is just because there's, you know, eight or nine games on television. You don't have to bet all of them. It's a voluntary activity. So you try to pick out the cherry pick the best ones. Uh, let me give out a, a couple of college football games. Uh, this is the start of the bowl season. There's 41 bowl games, 82 teams involved, Ralph. And uh, quite frankly, uh, there's two angles to take a look at for college bowl games. I think the first one is motivation and the fact that you know some of these schools – uh, are really excited to be at the bowl game that they're going to play in and go into the venue. And some of them are not going to be motivated. And if they're not motivated, they're going to look like the Chargers did uh, against the Raiders the other night. That's that's a lack of motivation. So uh, that's very important. And the second thing that's really coming to for the last couple of years is the uh, transfer portal. A lot of football players in the college ranks are going to the transfer portal to switch schools they're trying to, you know, get NIL money and, you know, try to maximize their college careers. So it's kind of important to see which teams may be uh, more decimated than others in the uh, uh, transfer portal. As far as today's picks, uh, let's try a couple of games, Ralph. Uh, the first game is 203-204. It's uh, Jacksonville State against Louisiana in the Caesar Superdome. Uh, New Orleans uh, game, and I know it's kind of a home game for Louisiana, but I actually like the other side, Jacksonville State. The reason uh, I would go to motivation and the fact that Jacksonville State was one of two first-year FCS football teams that uh, had winning records uh, along with James Madison. They had really good seasons, but the NCAA said unless there's you know 82 teams uh, that qualify for bowl eligible, you're not going to get in. Turns out there were less than 82 teams, so both James Madison and Jacksonville State got into bowl games. I think their motivation is going to be sky high. So I like 203, Jacksonville State minus three. The other college game I like is 213, 214. It's Georgia Southern against Ohio. Uh, Ohio is one of those schools in the MAC conference that has a very high rate of transfer portal. I think they've lost like 16 kids, including about six or seven starters on offense. So I think they're going to be up against it with a lot of uh, second-tier players, second-stringers playing key positions. So I like Georgia Southern in that game, Ralph, 213. One pro game uh, out of the three today. I really like the Lions, 311, 312. Uh, The Lions are 312. They're minus four and a half. 
And, uh, you know, they were embarrassed last week in Chicago against the Bears. And the Denver game was the game that I actually saw at SoFi on Sunday. They pulverized the Chargers, but we saw what happened to the Chargers uh, against the Raiders. So um, I think it's a bounce-back spot for the Lions. They know how important this game is. It's obviously important for Denver, but uh, they're not as good on the road uh, as they've been all year. So I'm going to lay the lumber with the Lions. You know, i got to tell you that uh, there's there's an old saying in sports, and I think it uh, very well applies to the NFL this year. The teams that win big aren't always that good, and the teams that lose bad aren't always that bad. That kind of fits the uh, Denver uh, mold for you today. And uh, isn't the Broncos, isn't this their third road game in a row, too? Yeah, I think it is. And, uh, you know, I saw the game on uh, Sunday in uh, Los Angeles, yeah. and quite frankly, Denver played safe. They knew that the Chargers weren't uh, going to do a whole lot, so they played an extremely conservative game plan, and the Chargers basically handed them the football game 24-7. to Yeah, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, on Twitter and on the Internet and all that, uh, a lot of people were praising the decision by San Diego, I mean, uh, the Chargers, to let go of their uh, coach. So we'll wait and see what happens. I think that's a decimated team for the rest of the year. A Charger fan sitting here, right, uh, John? What well, I'm think? not a Charger fan. Oh, okay. They left San Diego, so I, I enjoyed the game thoroughly on Thursday Oh, okay. Night. Well, yeah, that's right. you got a residence here, so you're a Raider fan now, huh? You're uh, one no, of us. No, I'm just a fan of anybody playing the Chargers. <laughs> not to mention the fact that we all here in Las Vegas tend to be a fan of the team that we're betting on, that's for sure. So to recap uh, your uh, your selections in college football, you like bet number uh, 203 Jacksonville State. That kicks off at 11.15 a.m. Pacific time on ESPN. And the other game, uh, you like Georgia Southern. That's bet number uh, 213. And that'll kick off, uh, wow, at 8 o'clock, just about the time we're going off the air. I hope everybody's got their uh, phone betting app on, on tap for that one. Georgia, Georgia Southern there. And, of course, the Detroit Lions in the NFL. Now time to go from pigskin to horse side. So what do you got uh, for us at Los Al today? Yeah, let's go to race number four, a six furlong sprinting. Uh, I like the number three horse established, uh, kind of a short price, eight to five, but uh, this horse has run two really good races in a row and just kind of uh, couldn't quite get there. But now uh, drops in class, Antonio Fresu rides. Let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number three, established, race four. All right, established uh, is uh, Richie's pick, fourth race, the three horse. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, hey, right, thanks, Ralph. We're going to take luck, our final everybody. break, and uh, when we get back, we got John Lindo in the house and Jerry Jackwitz. I want to remind everybody that coming up right after us right here on your uh, network is going to be a great show, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Los Alamitos race course. On Saturday afternoon, it's the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity, followed by a great nighttime racing program at the track of Sunsets and Stars. For the night program, First Post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race on Saturday. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos, with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And on Sunday nights, Los Alamitos adds
gets $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. This is also closing weekend of the nighttime meet at Los Alamitos. We'll have mandatory payouts on Sunday night, plus the running of the Southern California Derby. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the racing action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. After this weekend, nighttime racing will return on Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, we're going to put the final touches on this Saturday Race Day Las Vegas radio program, reminding you that we're going to get off the air at 57 so our next uh, panel can get on here and get ready to go. It'll be uh, Sports by the Book with uh, Jeff Parles and Alex Smith, it's, and it's a great show, folks. If I mean, if you want to bet anything to do with sports, you better hang right on, get your second cup of coffee, and uh, enjoy that show, that's for sure. All righty. Uh, well, I got the man in the house here, John John Lindo. Uh, John, how you see uh, the races today? Well, we've got a nine-race card at Los Alamitos, and again, it's a pretty decent card. Some wide-open races, so we're going to try and find something to uh, boost the bankroll a little bit going into the, the closing day tomorrow. Are you with Bob that uh, Baffert's going to win uh, this Los Al Futurity with somebody? Well, if it's a two-year-old and it's a graded stakes race and it's at Los Alamitos, uh, I like Bob Baffert's chances. I don't care who he runs. All right. Uh, before we get uh, your uh, selection for Los Al today, I want to remind everybody, really, that uh, the Linda Report is here at the South Point. It's right behind us in the uh, sports uh, race book, actually. Uh, the the Linda Report is a comprehensive report. It covers all the races at Los Alamitos, selections there. And today, he has a late pick five selection also on that sheet for Gulfstream Park. So you're going to get uh, Los Al's all the races plus Gulfstream's last five races with suggested uh, pick five and, of course, the suggested pick four at Los Al and all that goody information. It's, such, it's a comprehensive report. John Linda's Linda Report available here at the South Point only here in Las Vegas, here. It is complimentary, free of charge to you, right there in the race book right behind us. That's for sure. John, you're doing a great job. And All right, I'll g- give me a horse. We want a horse. We want a horse. Okay. I tell you what, at Los Alamitos today, the most wide-open race is race number six. And uh, number two, Eddie's Wave was shuffled back to last at the start in his debut, ran into some traffic on the turn, just a nightmare trip, throw the race out. Key here is he gets to race for the first time over his home track. He, re- he trains at Los Alamitos. With any kind of clean break, I think he's going to have more tactical speed. 
I don't think we've seen his best. And a 6-1 to one on the program, there's value here. So number two, Eddie's Wave in a right, wide-open race number six today at Los Alamitos. Yeah, full 11-horse field there in the uh, sixth race before any scratches. A maiden claiming two-year-olds going five-and-a-half furlongs. You like the two, Eddie's Wave. Maldonado aboard, and he's still vying for uh, top jockey at the place, he's, right? He's battling for top jockey, and he's a good gate jockey, so oh, yeah. I'm expecting him to pop this horse out of the gate and find a position. Yeah, he sure is a great uh, gate rider. So in the sixth race, the two-horse John Lendo's pick. Don't forget the Lindo Report right here at the uh, South Point. All right, now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by because we got to go out a little bit earlier today. So we got Jerry on a little bit earlier. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Ralph and John. Yeah, John. Hello, Jerry. John's in studio today. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great, sure. to, it's great for me to hear him. Normally I can't hear him, but now I can hear him. Too. All right, listen. You gave out a couple of plays yesterday. One of the plays, your key horse ran second, so he gave you credit for the reverse exacta. But the sheet is the one that hit it out of the ballpark. You had a, a star horse at uh, Los Alamitos that paid $42. And you had, and you had, yes. a, and you had a B horse that paid over $100 at uh, Aqueduct. We've got to remember, folks. The star horses, explain what they are real quick. The star horses are horses that I think their form says they're moving forward. Okay, and the V horses obviously are value horses, which means you think that right. this horse has a performance to outrun uh, the odds that they'll be pre presented in the race. Correct, and originally I thought of them as using them just in the exotics, but they turn out to be a fantastic winning. Uh, they win out more than, they're, they're better value than anything on my sheet, oddly enough. But, well, uh, Jerry, believe me. You don't have the frequency. We had a $129 horse yesterday over at, uh, at Aqueduct. Right, right. I know the, fre playing. <laughs> the frequency is not a lot when you get horses of that price. But nevertheless, we're yeah. just looking for live horses. Any horse player out there, and especially the ones that watch and listen to our shows, want uh, selections from handicappers that are live horses. We understand the game. And we know that, uh, but just to get live horses, and you guys do a great job with, uh, you know, pointing out live horses on the show each day. So now that I put the pressure on you, time to get some more live horses. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's go to Aqueduct's second race today. Number eight, Motivo from uh, Richard Dutro. I mean, he's an awfully good trainer, so the price is always going to be a little tighter with Richard Dutro, but he does the job really well. I cannot hear you, Gary. Oh, number eight, Motivo. Can you hear me okay? Uh, barely, but go ahead. You like the eight? Okay, go ahead. Eight, Give me Motivo. the other horses. Yeah, number eight, Motivo with the three, five, seven. Do my reverses, but the eight, Motivo, is my feature play in Papa Key in race two at Aqueduct. All right, second race at Aqueduct. I understand it to be the eight horse, Motivo, the eight over three, five, seven, and reverse. Remember, the reverse is the play that hit yesterday with the key horse. So you get the eight over uh, three, five, seven uh, in the second race at Aqueduct. Now we'll go to Los Alamitos. Okay, let's go to the fifth at at uh, Los Alamitos. Number eight, High Press, with the two, three, five, and seven. I love this horse. I think he's a fantastic bet, even down to two to one. So you got the eight over two, five, and seven. Is that correct? Two, three, five, and seven. Two, three, five, and seven. Okay, we'll add the three in there. So in the fifth race, which is the anchor in the uh, pick five, the only pick five, the early five races, and, of course, uh, the anchor in the early pick four there at Los Alamitos. In the fifth race, you like the eight high press, the eight over two, three, five, and seven in the fifth race at Los Alamitos. I want to remind everybody, Jerry J's power pages with all those stars and all those Vs and all those Ps and everything else that he's got on that sheet, the uh, Jerry J's power pages for Los Alamitos, 
and for um, uh, uh, Aqueduct Today is available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. I want to remind everybody, coming up next is going to be Sports by the Book. It's a great show. Stand by for them. We're going to get out of here to make room for them so they can get started. And so, Jerry, without uh, any further ado, I think we're going to close up the, ga- uh, the uh, show today. I want to thank uh, John Lindo for being with us in the uh, studio. And uh, we got one more thing to say, Jerry, and you're going to say it. Have a great day, everybody.